episode of Pal Talk, Real Talk. We are your hosts, Henny and Emily. Hi, Henny. Hi, Emily. How are you doing? Good. Actually, I'm, I'm really good. Thank you so much for asking. Henny had some really funny stories she was telling me about on her trip to Asia over the summer. Henny, what was your favorite thing you did? Um, Let's see. I went on a Mario Kart race in Tokyo. Nice. Yeah, I did that swing shit in Bali. Ooh. I uh, climbed. Instagram. Nothing was posted on Instagram. <laughs> I don't understand it. I did. Um, I post. I I climbed like a hundred flights of stairs with some bots to get to some caves in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. I went on ATV rides. Oh, th- I a like lot that of one. And then I climbed a volcano. Oh. And this is an interesting story. I nearly died. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, actually, what? it's one of my fi- favorite stories to because I can. It's just a mess. Let me tell you how a man saw my whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> The story of how a uh, how my <laughs> your whole ass yeah cheek to cheek <laughs> left and right everywhere oh <laughs> so obviously we climb a volcano it's you have to climb it to see the sunrise right so we get picked up at two in the morning by our driver we start climbing this volcano and it's starting to get a little bit too intense like I was three minutes in like you drive they drove a top of the way there because it's a long climb so and. I like he's like okay the rest of the place we're walking I had a hoodie on tights I had a water bottle and a flashlight and that's all they give you and I'm just like all right I'm ready to go I'm ready to go like literally it wasn't even I prepared myself I took boot camp for a whole month to prepare myself for this and then it wasn't even three minutes into the climb before I started panicking I was like oh my god I'm panicking we just like take a break (laughs) this guy was like okay I'm just like I I know we haven't I know we haven't gone that far I just need a break I'm like I needed to get myself together once I got myself together I was like all right I'm ready for the climb finally so we start climbing and then I'm like damn this is intense like is this as hard as it gets and he's like no we're gonna get to the steep part soon I was like wow Then we get to the steep parts and skinny places and there's sand. You're climbing on top of sand and it's very slippery. And I was just thinking the whole time, I'm like, my God, like what? The other people got sticks and I didn't get sticks. I'm literally just (laughs) holding on for dear life, trying really hard not to fall up. Anyway, by the grace grace of God, we got there. I saw the the sunlight. (laughs) Saw the sunrise. Everything was really beautiful. Um, they drew up a fire for us and we had some snacks and this really freaking delicious food. I wish I actually asked for the name of the fruit. I couldn't. It was like brown on the outside, but you open it up and it tastes like a mix of like pineapple and coconut. Is it dragon fruit? No. Okay. Actually, I don't even know if I've ever had dragon fruit. I've never had it. Yeah, but I don't think it was dragon fruit. He called it something else. Mm-hmm. And, and we had it with like a granola bar and some stuff and it was actually like a really, really beautiful view. Like I enjoyed the time the the climb it was a long climb but i enjoyed it a lot because although it was cold i started to get hot as we we're getting up so that's why i was like I, I can handle this but people started complaining about how cold it started to get and i was like it's not that bad <laughs> like, i'm from minnesota this is this is this is all right and that's the first time i'm saying that but as we're climbing down the driver instructor is holding on to my partner who's with me and because it's slippery on the way down but they're taking a slow ass time and I'm like, these niggas are so slow. <laughs> so I think, I'm like, they're walking like kid shit. I'm just like, I can't do this. I need to pass them. And normally I'm a slow walker, but I was like, I can't do this. So I start moving forward and start getting faster. Like start like walking down this and sliding down this hill. All of a sudden I roll, like I roll. And I just like, I'm like the whole time I felt myself rolling in slow motion to like the voice of Haha Davis. Like, <laughs> I can't breathe. Watch this, sir. Watch this, sir. God, take me down. That's literally what was in my head as I'm fucking rolling down. I just could think, oh, it's it. I'm dying, dying. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's time for me to go. Oh my god! Like <laughs> I, I somebody something just grabs me and I feel just like chook. So like I, I was like, oh my god, my driver's just this. Uh, the the tour guide just saved my life. Like he grabbed me and and got me. But like I felt something was off. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Can you believe as I'm rolling down? I didn't roll. I don't know how far I rolled down, but I rolled down for a little bit. And all of a sudden, like my partner, she goes, "Lift your pants up." <laughs> and she like whispered it. She's like, "You need to lift your pants up." <laughs> I'm getting up. I look and I see, but bare ass, and he just <laughs> my entire pants were gone. My pants were like, "Gotta go, bitch." <laughs> She left. I just was like, I was like, because I'm so focused on the fact that this this nigga, this the tour guide, the, the tour guide had. I'm, I was more focused on the fact that his cigarette got on my brand new hoodie, my friend's brand new hoodie, than I was contemplating on my pants. I didn't even think about the lower part of it. All I could think of was, this is a fucking hoodie I'm supposed to take on the airplane. I only have this one hoodie, and now there's a cigarette butt stain on it. <laughs> While your so whole ass cheek is out. My whole ass cheek is out. Because I didn't even realize it was out until he turned around. And that's when she was like, lift your pants up, lift your pants up. And I looked and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> lifted that shit up. But there was so much sand in there. Like, oh. like, I'm like I didn't even realize the amount of sand it was until I went to the hot springs and took off my pants. Oh. And I was like, oh my God. He got not only to first base, but he saw all the sand in it. He saw ashy ass. <laughs> that's not how we want somebody to be introduced <laughs> Oh my and I was God. like, please. I literally said, like, yo, I ask of you, like, don't tell nobody. Like, <laughs> please, like, I don't ask for a lot of things. Don't tell nobody. Like, Bro, this is so embarrassing. You had. <laughs> He's like, don't worry. It's so bad. He's like, don't worry. Took his motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> he called the driver. And the driver looked at me different. And I knew he snitched on me. Well, I never felt so sad. Honey, were you just wearing the pants by itself? No underwear or nothing? No, my, my panties went with... The- oh, everything went down? <laughs> yeah, just the whole thing. I'd rather and have like my all- back than my front. Yeah, no, it was... I'd be more humiliated. It was my- like my entire, like, booty side was out here. Sure. Like, ass cheeks out <laughs> on a volcano. What you doing with all that ass? What you doing with all that ass? On Double cheeks up on, on a, a sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> Tough. Well, like, he told my he told my uh, driver, and that nigga did not look at me the same. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hey." All I could think of was, "Hey, man, I did squats for this one." So, <laughs> oh yeah, your boot camp came. My boot camp came through because I was even looking at ashy brick. When <laughs> <laughs> I was like a plump brick, <laughs> a little Dog. plump some, little like a little Dog. dim some. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny. So yeah, that was the adventure of my um. That sounds like a good vacation. Though. That was that was a, it was a really fun vacation. I enjoyed it, but that, that was the one time I was like, I tipped that nigga. I tipped, I tipped him. I was like, can't you please don't tell nobody. As I tipped him, <laughs> he screwed down. Listen, he took the moped and said, "See you later." <laughs> Imagine if the cash had the uh, sand with it too. <laughs> so listen <laughs> about the ass. <laughs> I need you, you know, you know. Wrap it up. He's like, bitches come from your ass too. <laughs> <laughs> so 
sorry, Eddie. That's actually really funny. Yeah, that 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 was an adventure of mine for one of my. I was just shocked that that whole thing happened to me. But then I'm not surprised because stuff like that always weird shit like that always manages. I haven't seen you take an L in a minute. Yeah, I knew it was coming. Damn. I knew it would come, but I took a lot of L's in that trip. Really? Yeah. Damn. But it was fun when you look back at it. You're just like stupid. Yeah. There you go. But that was probably the the funniest thing that happened. The to whole me, trip. The whole thing. I was just like. We haven't done a side story in a while, and obviously we had tried to give you guys some really good content from the prior episodes, but then I'm like, no, let's take, make, let's make this lighthearted, because I don't like talking about serial shit all the time. That's Serious true. shit. So we're going to get started with our first case. Emily, you got one? And this is another episode of Court Dilemmas. So our first case is Anna Guava. Anna Guava? Anna Guava, right? I already don't like her. I hate Guava. Oh. Anybody's name, last name Guava, automatically my ex. <laughs> I just, I hate Guava well, so know. much. The smell, the taste. Ugh. All right. So, <laughs> focus. Let's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Anna Guava is from UK, and she's claiming that her daughter, Natalia Barnett, suffers from, I can't pronounce it, so here we go. Spondyloepiphyseal dysplasia congenita. That disease is a bone disorder that prevents um, people from growing more than three feet. A bunch of men can relate to this disease. And <laughs> 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 so Anna claims that she had to give up her daughter because of um, her condition. Her doctors and her mother said that you're going to have a miserable life. If you don't give up this baby, she's going to ruin your life. Anna ended up giving Natalia up to an orphanage. After five years of being in the orphanage, Natalia gets adopted by the Barnetts. The couple claims that Natalia lied about being six years old when, in fact, she was 16 years old. Wait, I thought she was claimed at five, though. No, she was, ado- like, adopted She was in. Later. She was in the orphanage for five years. So she, by the time that the Barnetts got her, she was six years old. But the Barnetts are claiming that she's not six years old when they got her, that she was 16 years old. The wife has claimed that Natalia tried to stab her and her husband in their sleep. She once tried to push them on an electronic fence. She poured bleach into their coffee. The couple is claiming that Anna is suffering from severe psychological illness that only, only, only is diagnosed in adults. So, here is where the court comes in. Okay. The couple is being charged because they claim that they rented a flat for Natalia and then basically dipped out to Canada. So they left this child or from the Ukraine from Ukraine that came. So they're living in Indiana, right? Okay. So they basically, after figuring out that Natalia is doing all these, they think she's a psychopath. So she's doing all these things. So they abandoned Natalia. Mm -hmm. Um, They got her a flat. They rented the flat and the couple flew to Canada. So here are where the charges and the court comes in. Couple is being sued for leaving uh, Natalia Barnett alone. She was a minor and she depended on their welfare. While they are claiming that she is legally classified as an adult because of an emergency court order that they obtained in 2012 that says that she was not eight, but rather she was 22 years old. In the case of Natalia Barnett, the child who is not a child, what is your case? Well, if she's if she was born with this illness and she's had the she's technically you know 16 or but she's technically not a child then and there's medical documents to prove it then she's not a child and she's acting on it that's what the barnett's are claiming that she's not a child i'm on i'm with the barnett's on this one i'm gonna have to disagree 
Why? Because even though that they no longer wanted to take care of her due to whatever circumstances that was happening in the house, they could have just basically give her back up to adoption. It's really hard to go back into that process. I mean, you could easily put her into a foster system, but, I mean, if the, she has been endangering their life, who puts bleach in coffee? But ho- also, and who doesn't report these incidences if somebody's trying to stab you in your sleep? But you're probably, are you comfortable? Time out. Are you comfortable having somebody that you claim that this child, that's a dwarf, st- uh, trying to stab you and your husband? She can't even reach the bed, bro. Where's she stabbing you at she's three feet tall oh regardless she would have intellect to figure out how to do it because she's her developmental mind is much older than a five-year-old's so in that where case, is she probably used that as a scare tactic at first and then did the whole everything after that as an initiation to try to um, get the parents. Whether this stems from her trauma of being left as a abandoned, yeah that could be it but Personally, I feel like once, twice, three times trying to kill me, you're crazy. I don't care how you old you are. You got to be sent to an institution. Okay, and then they also had to claim that um, Natalia tried to jump out of the car of a moving vehicle and that she smeared blood all over. So they've had four incidences in my eyes. Mm -hmm. And why haven't they reported it? That's my question. It's like Probably fear. I would think that a lot of, I feel like a lot of cases and with uh, any sort of violent act from you know child or spouse or whatever is because you're afraid mm. so maybe they're just like really shitless scared and so you tell me a three way... feet a three feet kid has got y'all terrorizing your house i mean chucky killed a bunch of people so if what's you up? stab me i'm stabbing right back chucky killed a bunch of people so what's up I'm... and this movie orphan is similar to that story and i was terrified of that little girl turns out she's 33 years old but and then they also said they were talking about how she's, like, super smart in school. Yeah, see, she has a high IQ. Yeah. Then we've got a killer on our hands. Um, I'm An a- organized killer who just happens to know exactly how to piss off the parents in the right way where they fear for their life, but they can't report they it flew. because... They flew they to They fear Canada for their life because also. they can't report it because they don't know what the repercussions are. So when they get hit with, you know, neglect and child this and endangerment that and abandonment. So you don't think they should be getting sued for No, I don't. I think that, you know, I think that they tried, I mean, they wanted a child, they got the child, they realized that the child isn't even a child um, and that that child is attacking them and trying to murder them. I I would, of course, be ready to go. And if, I feel like if you tried to prove otherwise, maybe it would come look like you guys are going crazy. May I insert my opinion You may insert your opinion. Okay, my opinion is if they had the court document, right, that Mm -hmm. they obtained in 2012 saying that legally proving that she is eight years old, uh, not that she's not eight, but she's rather 22. Mm -hmm. If you have all these evidences, why are they getting charged? Like, that's what I don't understand is if they have evidences that they claim, these Barnett's people are claiming, why are they getting charged for this? Mm -hmm. And why hasn't there been one police report about the um, dues, the act, whatever, of Natalia? So here's where... The birth mother comes in. She could clarify because she's the one who uh, she's the one who ad- gave her kid for adoption. Yeah, um, and that whoever birthed her was the one that said, "Hey, Anna this child's Guala, gonna, yeah. yeah, this child's gonna give you a lot of pain." No, she didn't tell nothing. She just gave it up for uh, adoption. She didn't. They. I thought someone told her that she was. The doctors and her mother told her that she, her child has a condition. It's gonna make her life harder. So she knew during her pregnancy that Anna. I mean, the child. But they she, didn't know what condition, or they, they knew that they was knew the something family. was up with the child. They just didn't know exactly what what and the condition. Was yeah, but so that's why she gave up. Um, for so her. they can use evidence from 
that part of her life and then try to run tests to diagnose if she actually had a growth deficiency. Um, kind of like Andy Milanakis has growth deficiency. Um, and and then determine, you know, factors I got cheese into in that. my head, but don't call me a cheese head. <laughs> that was one of the greatest oh shows I ever. I just had to. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm, I'm siding on the Barnes for this one. Crazy don't mean crazy, and I ain't about it. I'm so. going to not side with the Barnets because on this one, I feel like maybe they realized that it was challenging to take care of this kid with the condition. That Did they get themselves another child? They have two other children. That they adopted or no that's their birth kids uh, so she's the only child that they adopted there's a lot of okay i feel like they probably put on they thought you know what we can handle this and we can't handle this so they probably just dipped out in my eyes and were like this is too much responsibility let's make up a fake a bunch of fake reports that this girl jumped out of the car and all this try to stab us in our sleep bleach the coffee know what you guys think if the barns are the barnets the barnets sorry if the barnets should be held accountable for their actions or is this little girl crazy little woman little child little woman child is she crazy which i agree she might be a little new and i would say that they shouldn't be charged because if she was in ukraine they have all the birth evidence Alrighty, then case closed gavel down and let's get to our next case this is Miss Jackson versus Mr. Smith, a.k.a. Miss Moves Too Quick versus Mr. Nonchalant. So, Emily, why don't you tell us a little bit about each case before we get into All it. All right. So, Mrs. Jackson is an 18-year-old that is suing Mr. Smith for $500 to replace all the items she abandoned when he insisted on her to move in with him. Mm. Mr. Smith t- denies all these claims and insists that he did not want her to move in. Instead, that he was just too tired of driving to see her all the time. I can relate. He's too nonchalant. He wants $150 for the sneakers that she ruined. Mm -hmm. Um, Mrs. Jackson claims that while she was working two jobs and she was trying to maintain her high school diploma, that her and Mr. Smith's relationship started getting a bit rocky. Mm -hmm. She claims that he wants wife duties from her, but she has no ring. Oh. Miss. Yeah, go ahead. May I argue about that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well. Henny and I, actually, Henny, let's just decide who you're arguing for. I am arguing for Mr. Smith. Okay, and I'll be arguing for Miss Jackson. All right. Well, here's the case for Mr. Smith, right? Okay. You said the cater to you. She wants to cater to you. But here's what my client is arguing. She used to have an ex-boyfriend who would do exactly that thing. He would cook for her, clean for her, cater to her. If she said, if he said, if she said jump, he would say how high because she literally walked all over him. And she still communicates with him. But we'll get into that in the future. What I don't understand is, yes, uh, she might be performing these duties, but she really don't even perform them. Like, she can't cook. And here she, she he, like, my client is really reasonable. He's mm-hmm. a very, he's a very, he's not a traditional man. Okay. He thinks that roles could be modern. So, you know, you can work Good and point. clean. Good point. Yeah. I see you there, buddy. Yeah. I, I see you. Yeah. I see you. Exactly. I like so that. He, he think that. So, he thinks that roles can be, you know, clean. Um, he can work. She can work. I mean, there's no, he's not denying her from having her job, which, by the way, in this instance right now, she only works one job. She doesn't work two jobs. But she did. So I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give your client that. I just wanna reiterate that from my client's behalf. What my client is upset about is that he did initially wanna split the chores. You know, somebody cleans, somebody cooks. Then he realized she really can't cook. So now she, she you know, he does the cooking and he puts foot into it, you know, he does the meals, put some seasoning into that sauce. And 
But the dishes are piled up because she just doesn't want to clean in her actions, which makes me think that perhaps my client um, believes that perhaps your client actually mm-hmm. believes that she should she should be treated the way she was treated in her past relationship. But here's the different thing. Yes. That's not him. Okay. My guy's different. My guy's grown. My guy's about his business. I, Mrs. Broke Free, um, for my behalf of my client, Ms. Jackson, mm-hmm. I would have to disagree with the nonsense that you spewed out. She okay. was working two jobs, okay. okay? And she was trying to get her high school diploma. She was eight, uh, 17 at that time, I'm assuming. I yes. don't know. That's your client. You should know that. I'm not going to assume. I should say she was 17 years old, maintaining two jobs and trying to get her high school diploma while trying to maintain a relationship with a grown man. Ma'am, why would she clean and cook for you when she got two damn jobs? What 17-year-old child I, uh, has two jobs that has to maintain their high school diploma, okay? What is he doing with a 17-year-old child in the first place? I want to know, ma'am. She's the one that got with him. May I state, as Miss Frank, my name is Miss Frank. All right, Miss Frank. I, Miss Frank, defending Mr. Smith, would like to reiterate that they were chatting when they were 17, um, when she was 17. And I'm not defending my client's action on that. And I'm really hoping there was no no physical intimacy. But what I'm stating is, as soon as she turned 18, she decided she wanted to be a girlfriend. She forced the girlfriend role on him. My client is very laid back. He's a very chill individual. He really believes in his own space, you know. And your client is batshit crazy, okay. to, be, to be said. She... If she doesn't have it her way, she sounds like a spoiled brat. Or if she doesn't have it her way, it's no way. A spoiled brat that works two jobs. Where, works where, one job. Where once she graduated high school, that? she worked one job. She, prior to when she was 17, she worked two jobs. Once she was 18, moved in with him, she worked one job. So let, let, us, let us state that for the, for the okay. audience. Okay, yeah, I understand. For the jury. Thank you, Miss Frank. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. None I'm sure of it. I'm I, I appreciate it a lot. I don't appreciate none of this. I kind of figured the sarcasm <laughs> was coming. Thank you. So, Mrs. Mrs. Jackson, I feel like you know when you're working hard, who doesn't want to come home to a house that's clean, that's food that's cooked? All right, who doesn't want to come home to that? I know I do. I want to come home. I want. I want to be spoiled. Why can't she be spoiled? She had two jobs. She was trying to get her high school diploma while trying to maintain a grown relationship. As stated before. Whatever. By the time she lived with them, she only had one job. And second of all, this this is the year of the 2019. Yes, I applaud her for having a job. Yes, I understand how tired she is. But my client also has a job himself, okay? We're out here paying the bills. And that's his apartment. Okay, so when he she wa- wanted he- her to move into because he kept on ins- insinuating to my client the whole time. Objection, objection, objection. Clearly, my client has stated time and time again, he did not want her to move in with him. He clearly said, I'm tired of driving. And she used this as an excuse to go, I'm going to live with him, leave all of my possessions behind, and I'm going to start my new life with him, even though he's never stated that he wanted to be in that relationship. She seems to force everything on him, just like she forced the engagement ring, which my Time client out. defends. We are not that far. Which my client defends. That is just a Valentine's Day promise ring. Okay. Nothing to state further. Okay. 
you are set, just going deep we, in the rails. We, we did not floor. expect that. Yes, because I am a cutthroat lawyer. He, if he didn't want her to move in with him, why wasn't he vocal about it, huh? He's very why? nonchalant. He, you know, so he probably she has a very hot-headed personality. Wait, time out now, sir, no. ma'am. He has a children. I have seen it. I have witnessed it. She has a very hot-headed personality. He's never fine. time out though. He's never ever shown any husband duties to her. So why should she give him any type of wife duties? Objection. Why? Objections are two. He cooked and she did not clean. He asked her to he switched the roles at first. He cleaned and expected her to cook because that's the compromise that they made. Don't compromise, you know? not expectation. Compromise. And when she realized she doesn't even know how to cook, he goes, okay, it's fine. I'll take care of the cooking spot. And then, and you could take care of the cleaning. A fair compromise for a couple who live together. And she can't handle it. She expects what she, she was treated. That got, yes, absolutely. She was treated like a queen. As she, she should have went as back to that Muppet. He ain't no Muppet. She should have went back to He's him. a man that can cook, clean, and make her feel any type of way. Clearly. He, Mr. Smith couldn't even reach. I, at the bo- Here's the bottom. Okay? Imagine a bottom. Mm. Your client, under it. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. He well, is. if he was in the bottom of the barrel, she wouldn't have pushed herself to move in with him. She wouldn't she have didn't posed, push in. She he, pushed herself. Your client, Mr. Herself. Smith. No, your client, Mr. Mr. Smith, kept on asking, be my girl, be my girl, be my girl, be my girl. Be. And she said, damn, I'll be your girl if you leave me alone. So he basically was like, be my girl. She became his girl. She, he needed, listen, he was tired of driving. Why are you tired of driving to see your girl? Do you know how exhausting it is to drive, first of all? But who asked? Who asked? She probably did. With she her crazy did neurotic but No. I don't want to swear for She's only crazy or seems to come off crazy is because of his actions. How? Because why? Okay, why did he, if he's not interested if in she her. she liked her ex-boyfriend, she could have went back with him. If he treated her like Don't such, you know the past is the place not to be? And yet she keeps coming back to him. Isn't because that, she got to compare, okay? Just because the past, okay, you come back to compare, okay? Isn't she visiting him? In the first yes, place? she is visiting the ex and his mother just to say hi because she's such a There's good no person. Such thing as a she's hi a good person. She's a good person because she said, you know what? Not only am I going to see my ex, but I'm going to see his mother too. Mm. That tells you that she knows how to maintain relationships. Unlike Mr. I'm too nonchalant, but then I feel some type of way because I don't know how to speak up. Whose fault is that? You. You grown in the relationship. How is an 18-year-old going to be more grown than you? Because my child, uh, my, <laughs> my child, because my client is an introvert. Yes, he might not be able to voice his opinions as loudly as he can. And I admit that as, you know, his lawyer, Miss Frank. Um, but your client has this loud voice that seems to shovel over his voice. So I feel like if he tries to and even remotely tries to tell her, hey, this is how I feel. She'll shut it down and call him names, which then puts him in his little box. And I feel bad for him because that is emotional neglect. Okay. That's not emotional neglect. That's emotional abuse. Okay. She's emotionally abusive. The, here's the bar. And I've you're reaching. It. I'm Relax. Not reaching. You're reaching. And the, the stars, bar has already been touched. The stars is looking out and you're reaching. Hey, man, PSA. Relax. She's not going to give anything to a man that's not her husband. If he wanted her to help him out with cleaning, first and foremost, cleaning and cooking is a man's job. Everybody knows when I come home, a man should be cooking and cleaning. Where has that been stated? I don't see everywhere. that written everywhere. Everywhere. Tell me what TV show in the 50s that was stated. Yeah, everywhere. I not think so. Did you, did you not hurt? Everybody hates Raymond. He was he was in the kitchen. Pretty sure he's working. In the kitchen. No. There was a the kitchen. kitchen. 
Every every she show. She also cleaned. She was a housewife. Okay. I don't really watch Everybody Loves Raven, so I can't speak on that behalf. I'm lying. But everybody loves Raven. You don't even know. Because <laughs> everybody hates your client. <laughs>
you can call me when you're sober. But and yet your client does not do the same thing. She goes sober to your clients, your ex, her ex's house. Your client goes sober to her, visit she her ex. She visits his mother. She doesn't visit him directly. It's his mother she that she She started sees. to visit him as what? soon as he lived with his mom and moved back with his mom. Also, what kind of man, grown-ass man, lives back with his mother? He was 18, and she's 18, so Speaking they're of, both 18. I retract my statement. I retract my statement. Why is Mr. Smith saving his ex-girlfriend as Cousin Marie? Probably because your client takes everything to the next level. And it was probably fearful that he would that she would re- misread the situation and didn't want to get involved. My client is just trying to be the peacemaker in his in 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 his relationship. Uh, even though her hot headedness seems to clash with my client and out of fear for his safety Out of fear for his safety, objection, his objection, safety, objection, objection, your honor. Any sort of involvement albeit he didn't want her to go jasmine sullivan bust your windows on him that's it objection he did not what man fears his safety and lives with the woman no you people are. in domestic relationships <laughs> people in domestic violence relationships. we're talking about mr smith and mrs jackson please stay and focused on the topic here okay he did not fear for he his did life fear he did for, not for his life he did fear he did not he did fear. fear he didn't she bleached his sneakers we're here for a whole reason she attacked his possessions and bleached them because she th- she's so kind that she only did it to one sneaker not even his whole how collection expensive sneakers are? do you know how expensive 500 dollars of items of households are which your client left behind willingly even she though didn't. she had a roommate she lies she had a roommate that was staying with her and she willingly left her items behind anybody have you been blinded by love mrs frank have you never heard of ebay sell your items on craigslist sell your possessions on it which you can make twice the amount of what she was claiming for the 500 dollars. if her flat screen and her other possessions are important to her and that she wanted to take with her she could have easily taken with them if she didn't want to do that she could have sold her possessions kept the money and used that as rent she was didn't and vandalize my clients' possessions. Mrs. Let's remind the audience that Mrs. Jackson is an 18-year-old child. <laughs> and when you are 18, <laughs> you just make choices that you are just like, what was I doing? She's young. One of them here, in this case, mm. right here, one of them is an, a 23-year-old adult. Mm. And she's an 18-year-old child who's made mistakes my my miss jackson lost her mother and she had to grow up so early she claimed she was so if she hold on please she had a she had to grow up and become an adult so early all she's ever known is how to be independent independent she's never had nobody to rely on except for her old boyfriend and she assumed that he would become a better option in taking care of her you have never been 18 and in love that shit is dangerous we've all made mistakes (laughs) And my client, Mrs. Jackson, was just an 18-year-old child who loved a grown man. Mm. And she thought, you know what? I want to be his wife. Mm. And he just couldn't reciprocate the energy because he's too nonchalant. Doesn't make any sense to me. If I may insert myself. Go ahead. Okay. Here's a couple of things. You mentioned the mother. That's a great, that's a great subject. If I recall a tiny bit, and I want to quote, unquote, your client said, I lost my mother at age 14 or whatever. Let me repeat that for the for the people. I lost my mother at age 14 or whatever. 
Yes, because she doesn't know how to express the deep sadness. She said it with such quickness that it was almost unfeeling. I'm not going to blame her. Everybody has a right to cope the way that they want to cope. That's fine. But when you mention an 18-year-old in love, here's the thing. You should not be weak in the head when it comes to men because there are other fish in the sea. If she knew that her ex-boyfriend was treating her better, she could have went back to him. If she knows that this man is consistently, my client, is consistently being a bother to her even though she has forced himself her forced herself into his life then you know that like i said there are other fish in the sea and she could have gravitated her youthfulness and caught another man she should not be depending her life on another on my client when my client wants to take the relationship slow okay so jackson left her ex because mr smith and her had a better connection and he was older than her so it looked more alluring to her mm. When you approach a new relationship from a previous relationship, you should be able to carry that growth and be able to bring that into your new relationship. Unfortunately, she carried the bad habits from her past relationship. She got everything that she wanted from her past relationship, decided she wanted to move to a new person. That's with her consent. Consensually, she decided to do that. Yes. And then expects the same roles that she had gotten from her past relationship, knowing that it couldn't be fulfilled because, once again, different person this is how a are you man. a grown man and can't fulfill that an 18 year old child her ex-boyfriend was fulfilling it more my than client him is in his early 20s my client is in his early 20s and has made it perfectly clear and perfectly known that he wanted to take this slow he never initiated to her that he wanted to be he wanted her to move in yeah he might have said i want to be exclusive but there's a difference between exclusivity and taking it to a move-in relationship and then she demands the ring a ring that was used as an engagement uh, as a valentine's gift not an engagement ring and then tells everybody and posts it on social media making it very difficult for my client to establish where they are your client lacks open communication which my client has tried time and time again to put out but your client fails to see that to her head well she and expects is an 18 year old child i don't know what it, in which case she should have she should not be with my client if she can't With that case is your closing case. What what do you have to close the case, Broke Free? Okay. I want the people to really look at Miss Jackson as an 18-year-old child. Mm -hmm. We've all been 18 one time. We've all made mistakes a couple more times than usual. We've all, you know, fell in love in places and people that we shouldn't have, but it happens. Mm -hmm. But are we really going to judge an 18-year-old kid off a dude who's 23 years old who knows way much more and who's smarter than her? Yes, yeah, she was willing to give up her item, but haven't we all given up something at some point in our lives? Are we going to really judge an 18-year-old kid who's made a mistake in her first relationship her first love no this dude is grown and he's asking for 150 150 dollars to replace shoes while this girl right here this is her first real relationship this is the first time she moved in with the man and she learned the consequences she put on her college on hold for him but remember one of these two people are young and they're fresh out of high school and she had to remember people she lost her mother at 14 years old and she had to become an adult and all she's ever known is how to be on her own and yet again my client is unfortunately on her own mm. okay are you are you finished or are you done Oprah broke free is out <laughs> okay well my closing case miss frank's closing case go ahead Miss. my client mr smith going back to what you said my client mr smith 
has is not a very open person but it's a learning process you are in your 20s you become to you begin to learn what you can and cannot want in a relationship what do you do and you do not want in a relationship and now my client knows he definitely doesn't want yours and that's fine and that's okay you can move forward but here's the track of where your client went completely left First and foremost, yes, my client did ask him to did ask her to be his girlfriend to initiate the level and take it to an exclusive level so that they don't have to commit to other people and they can commit and solely focus on themselves. But your client rushed it by deciding that that meant to move in with my client. Mr. Smith never initiated that he wanted to move in with her. But as a gracious, kind individual decided, I'm going to take the offer because this is a great opportunity for us to get to know each other better, for, to see how we are in our relationship, and you know, see if we can make it work. As every as every couple in every relationship does, they try test out their they test out their connection and their trust to see if they can make their relationship last. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. My client, your client, has already had an ex boyfriend that that has has more of a fulfilling puppet-like nature where he feels like he needs to cater to you and she's been very um used to that lifestyle so yes when she doesn't get what she wants she decides to retaliate my client has been nothing but fair it initially he started saying hey if you can't if you don't want to clean that's fine i'll clean you can cook i'm a modern guy we can reverse the roles and in which case he had to because she really can't cook and that's a crime in its own self. That's a crime in itself. But objection. That's some bullshit. Um, it's my closing statement. Okay. Get, get, okay. <laughs> it's my the, closing the cooking, statement. The cooking. The cooking. Really? Did it, my closing statement. Sorry. My closing statement. Go ahead. My closing statement. Cli- your client seems to rush everything. She rushed the moving process when all he wanted was all he said was he was tired of driving. She rushed the the engagement thing when he clearly stated that this is nothing but a Valentine's Day gift no special thing in fact he even gave a box of chocolates to his mother she expects these wife duties that she says that she expects these wife duties but isn't getting the wife role but yet can't reciprocate that energy because she won't clean when he offers to cook and vice versa she can't do the 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 latter um in which case you know my client has been nothing but forthgiving in his relationship he's an older man yes but i think he knows what he wants and doesn't want and yes he was mistook because he once he started to live with his client, he began to see exactly the woman she is and doesn't want that woman in the future. So now he knows that that's not the type of woman he that he's looking for. Um, the fact that she just became hot-headed out of nowhere and has decided to vandalize his property when he has done nothing to her is a form of emotional abuse and just plain downright mean. So with that being said, my client should be offered the $150 that he worked so hard to pay for his sneakers because of the fact that if you're uh, because of the fact that he worked hard for those possessions obviously number one and two if she was complaining so much about the relationship she should know that she there are other fish in the sea she could always dive in she doesn't need to think if your client had clearly the mental state that she was in she would know that there are other fish in the sea and that she that men make that men can make her weak in the head but if one man fails you go to another and she just can't seem to get that into her head and that's fine that's fine 
but my my client should be compensated for those damages. Your client's five hundred dollars were was something that she willingly decided to leave. My client did not willingly decide to burn his uh, for your client to burn uh, bleach his possessions. And with that being said, my client has suffered. He's been accused. He has been manipulated by a woman that he has who has deceived him from the jump, and all he wants in return is. The damages to the property of his sneakers, which cost $150, which he should be given to and by your client, Miss Jackson. And that is all. I appreciate that, but we're not giving $150 to a grown man who got dumped by an 18-year-old. We'll let the judge decide. Okay. You can you can be bitter elsewhere. And take all a right. bitter drink elsewhere, but we'll let the judge decide. And that concludes our episode. As always, you know the deal. Take care of yourself. Be good to your mental health and do something good. Bye, guys.